So for the last month, I've been so stressed, just going over every possible horrible event or interaction or outcome that there could possibly be. Losing tons of sleep over it, crying about it, uh, coping poorly with it by like skipping workouts or eating really shitty. And then also thinking of really good things about it and reasoning with myself and, uh, you know, talking with my therapist and talking with my sister and, you know, all this stuff. And today, my son had his first day of preschool. If I had that horn, he did it. Um, It wasn't my day to have him. I don't have him on Mondays. But uh, I went, of course, anyway. And um, his mom was her usually usual charming, polite, cordial self. <coughs> um, but he was so excited. He, I was like, "Are you excited for school?" Yeah. And uh, we got in, and you know these there's like snacks or eating and like he just sits right down with the kids he's so well adjusted and and friendly and we're like he'll go up to kids and be like hi are you my friend or whatever and they'll just stare at him weird like they don't know how to interact but he's so good at that and um and then you know I was like pointing out well like you know how proud I was of him and how excited I was and like oh there's the playground you can just go and play so he ran and he played all by himself and with ran around with other kids and he came back and um, and, uh, you know, talk to the teachers a little bit and, and then, you know, I got some pictures of him and I, I made him a card, um, which is something I'm going to do every year. And, uh, so we're really into comic characters. He doesn't read comics yet, but, you know, I take him to the comic shop and uh, my local comic shop, um, comic seller. Shout out to the comic seller in Alhambra. Alhambra. My apologies for my vocal fry. Uh, it is not intentional. I, my son, two weeks ago, had some kind of like sinus infection, and I tried to, amongst, among many things, I was using one of those Swedish suction things. It's like a straw that you essentially like suck the mucus out of their sinuses, uh, and there's like a filter, so the the physical mucus doesn't go in your mouth. Um, and it works okay. Like the, the mucus doesn't actually go in your mouth, but what does, uh, go right into your body, particularly like hit immediately the back of your throat and go into your lungs is the fucking infection of whatever it is. So I've had this, (coughs) excuse me, horrible, I apologize for coughing in the mic and all that. Um, I had this brutal respiratory something or other, um, for the last week and a half that I've been denying and admitting that or uh, not admitting that I was sick and I brought it up to one of my groups one of my um uh workout groups because my voice was all hoarse last week and they're like what's going on and I told them what happened and I described like you know what is it like when you have like really bad headache and you're kind of cold sweaty and you're ha- hacking up 
just a tremendous amount of stuff from your lungs. Like you feel it come out of your lungs. And every time you cough really hard, your lower back hurts. And they're like, fucking pneumonia, you moron. So it might have been pneumonia. I don't know. I didn't go to the doctor. But, <coughs> excuse me. As I'm, aside from the cough, which gets worse at night, um, I'm getting over it. Um, anyway, where was I going with that? Anyway, I made, oh, I made him a card. Uh, so we're really into comic book characters. And, uh, you know, we play dress up a lot. So I'll, he has a ton of different costumes. And so he'll go in and I'll, I have a couple and we'll dress and I'm d doing voices all day with him. And so we're always playing, but he's, his first love was Batman. His first word was Batman. Um, and he's been really into Superman lately, like really. And he's, I got him this Superman costume, which is amazing. And, uh, so anyway, Batman is my top favorite comic character, obviously in my top five, but he's my number one top. And, uh, it, my, my top five is, uh, in no order except for Batman being at the top, Batman, Swamp Thing, Dr. Doom, Dr. Strange, and the Max. Well, maybe that is in order. Anyway, so I made him a card, um... So when I was getting ready to leave, kind of, I pulled him, or I said, come here, Bubba. I call him Bubba. And um, I pulled the card out of my pocket, and I held on to it just because he's not coming home with me today. I didn't want it to uh, get lost. Um, so, you know, for Grayson, can you see that? Oh, it's all washed out, huh? For Grayson, from Daddy, and then uh, has a date on the back. It's this picture of Superman and Batman. And I wrote him a note, told him how proud I was of him and how much I love him. But he saw it. Well, we read it together, and uh, he does this really cute thing. If I'm reading something to him, he'll mouth the words and say them as I'm saying them. It's adorable. It's awesome. So he did that. And then uh, I read it to him. And then he, as soon as he saw it, as soon as it opened it up, he, he didn't say it's Superman and Batman. He said, it's me and it's you. Oh, oh my God. My heart. It was amazing. It was so wonderful. Um, and he was so excited. And then I told him, okay, um, I'm going to go. You have a great day. And he asked, he's like, daddy, can you stay with me? And I said, um, I can't today, but I promise I'll be here on Wednesday and I'll pick you up and we'll have lots of fun. And he was like, okay, totally fine with it. Um, this, it's a private school. The school is really cool. Like the teacher would send me pictures, uh, throughout the day, letting me know that he was doing well. And, um, it was great. So yeah, I've been a mess for the last like month, especially, I mean, even prior to that, but yeah, uh, especially this past weekend, I didn't have him. So, oh my God, just nonstop, literally nonstop shitty eating. Um, so I'm all puffy, these double chins and shit. <coughs> um, but it is what it is. I, I'm, I'm so proud of him. It's amazing. It's weird. I don't, I mean, I'm definitely a father. I, I see myself as a father and I think of myself as a father and every decision I make is as a father. Every, even all of my wants and needs, um, come quickly back around to my son or 
um, exist because of my son or form out of my son. My whole schedule is based around him. Like everything I in my life is is about him. Uh, the people I cut out of my life um, is because I want to be better for him and I don't want any kind of toxic people around him. And that includes getting divorced. <coughs> but it's, it's still a trip. I still also see myself as 15, 17. Um, yeah, so it's it's amazing. It's It's bizarre and surreal to see this boy who's, you know, three and a half, almost three and a half years old in school, you know, and me doing my best not to project all my shit onto him, but just, you know, reining it in, like, he'll be fine. He's got to go through this, you know, ups and downs, just like everybody else. And, you know, as, as people remind me, um, the difference will be as, as opposed to my childhood, the difference will be is that I will be there for him always. I'm always there for him. Um, and while that's it's bittersweet on a on a selfish or a personal level, it's really comforting because it's true. I will always be there for him, and it's really wonderful to feel that. I felt it more today that he actually started, and like my anticipation anxiety can shut up because it's like, well, you know, he's on the ride. You know, he he's it. He's he's in the airplane. He's you know, it's it's going. Um, so now it's just being there for him and and uh, being a part of it and, and doing whatever I can in that regard, which is awesome. I'm so, it was such a cool moment. And then I came home, I had some time to work on some uh, business plan stuff, which was exciting and fun. I have a lot of big things planned um, for the next couple months, but then for next year, uh, some new directions and things I'm gonna do. So, and then I uh, had a couple clients, which all went really well, now I'm here. And I had a, such a strong desire to eat. Um, I just really want to eat, but I'm not going to. But I've had a long day, very emotionally uh, exhausting day, and physically. So what I am having, which is something I never do, even when I do drink, it's never this, but I'm going to have this beer. I found some Boddington's in my refrigerator from a time when I was supposed to hang out with some friends and then they flaked on me. Boo-hoo. Um, but anyway, so I bought this beer for them. And since that didn't happen, like I have some beer, so I'm gonna have this beer. So if you are also enjoying a, uh, a drink, even if it's water, which I also have here, don't get it twisted, uh, a toast to my beautiful son on his first day of preschool and me not having a nervous breakdown. Clink. Mm, don't you love the sound of swallowing on a microphone? It's just amazing. So I think that <coughs> I'm pretty much over the the sickness, um, just the cough, and it gets worse at night. Somebody messaged me, I guess after listening to my the last episode, and um, was like, "Why do you?" Uh, or like, "Do you hate God?" Or something like that. I don't really remember. Um, no, I don't even deny the existence of God or a God or, or many gods. Um, I don't, I don't know. There's just as much evidence that there is a God, that there isn't a God. The caveat to that being, um, 
you know, the lack of evidence doesn't make something true. So I'm just as open to there being a God as there doesn't seem to be. Like, I'm just as open. It's either way. It's, it's fine. My issue is not uh, with a creator if there is or is not one or many or whatever. Um, these are unknowable questions, at least on Earth. We don't uh, seem to possess the ability to understand or even... Um, <coughs> have a way to find out where this all comes from and why it exists at all. Uh, my issue is definitely with religion. Religion and God are not the same thing. Um, God exists or does not exist whether you believe or don't believe. Religion exists as a means to control people and manipulate people and, and uh, harm people. There are some good things that come from it too. A sense of community and belonging and uh, passing on rituals to your children and all that stuff is wonderful and it can and does exist outside of religion um but uh, everything else that goes along with it i just can't get behind you know i was thinking on my way home when i was thinking about that question that person asked me if the nazi party stopped doing bad things and they're just like okay we're gonna rebrand and we're gonna um just help people now and we have a lot of ways to help people would you join because they're helping people now? Okay, well, that, but with every religion. The amount of atrocities that all religions and true horrors and crimes that all religions, mass genocide and, you know, rape and murder and covering up those rapes and murder, that's all from religion. So being a part of those groups is you being a part of that legacy and, 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 and being... Um, uh, complicit in, in those crimes and those atrocities. Have you ever heard the expression that if, a, if 10 uh, people agree that it's okay to have one Nazi as a friend, you now have 11 Nazis? Well, I feel the same way about religion. I believe you should pass on traditions and culture and teach humility and love and respect and uh, all of the good positive things. And you can do that without also condemning homosexuals or women or sexuality or um, science or, you know, uh, animals, a million other things. You can just do the positive stuff and not... Hold yourself. I think what most people hold on to is like uh, the nostalgia from family members. I think I probably mentioned that on here before. But anyway, no, um, I don't have an issue with God. I don't know anything about God. I feel sometimes connected to something greater than myself. Um, but I think to define that is ignorant and silly and uh, massively insecure and egotistical. You know, if you, and if, if you're a religious person, you claim that you can't understand God's plan, but then you claim to understand the nature of God, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're a fucking moron. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm sorry. That's aggressive. You're just dumb. Yeah. That's, well, yeah. You're a dumb dildo. That's what it is. <clears throat> One sip of beer and I'm already being belligerent. That's how it goes. I never drink anymore. This is one of the benefits of being a very healthy person. Is <laughs> it? I'm fucking drinking and coughing, touting myself as a uh, healthy person. But when you don't drink often, when you do drink, uh, 
you feel it pretty quickly, which is nice. I'm a cheap date. You hear that, fellas? Excuse me. So what else is going on? I don't know. I saw some amazing <laughs> headline today. I didn't read the article, but you know I can put it together based on the headline. I guess there's a Native American congressman or... My apologies, sir. I, I, I guess I didn't read it that well. Regardless, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, the headline was Trump supporters demand to know if Native American congressman is here in this country illegally. Yeah, it's that dumb. Um, and, you know, I guess he's facing a, a ton of racism. You know, go back to your country. Jesus fucking Christ. What the hell? Yeah, so that's pretty horrible. It's so bizarre when... Don't you think that racism and bigotry and prejudice of any kind would be more palatable <laughs> if the people who were delivering those messages were intelligent? But I guess that's the rub, right? Because... If they were intelligent, then they probably wouldn't be racist, homophobic, prejudiced, bigots, all those things, right? <coughs> Excuse me, I apologize. Um, and that's the, well, I'm going to say that that's the last time I'm going to apologize, but I might apologize again. But, I, you know, I guess that's the thing, right? Like an educated person uh, who's worldly in a sense that they've immerse themselves even a little bit in other cultures or other ways of existing other than the way that they were shown at birth um, wouldn't be racist or homophobic or any of those things. They would be accepting because they would realize how much amazing and beautiful things everybody has to offer and also accept people's differences and realize that not everybody needs to be the same as you. And it's, it's good that not everybody's the same as you because that's why we have everything. That's why we have everything. Uh, incest leads... And, and inbreeding leads to um, mental retardation and, and stunting creative growth and being unhealthy. So the fact that we are so diverse is, is why we have all of the things we have. <clears throat> I'm not sorry. So it's just interesting. But it is difficult to deal with. You know, there are still children in cages in this country, in our country, America, that our government ripped from their parents who were just trying to bring them here to be safe and to have a good life. And that, you know, if there was ever a clearer, clearer example of us creating enemies and the people who hate us and who will one day uh, storm the walls of our government and tear it down, I don't know if there is one because everything else, all the other examples of that, which there are many, always happen in their country. There, I mean, just anybody not from this country, but this is <laughs> on our soil. We stole people's children and locked them in fucking cages. I saw some video of a woman and her son being reunited. The son was probably my son's age, three, four. 
it was all fucked up. He wouldn't hug her. He wouldn't hold her. She's crying. So I couldn't even watch the whole video. I, I saw like 30 seconds. Of it. I, I couldn't, I, I got it. I couldn't take it. I couldn't take it because I was projecting myself in that situation and my son. And I couldn't take it for this woman. The empathy I had for this woman and that poor fucking child who is irreparably damaged um, at, at the result of this policy is, <laughs> is not the word. Crime. This horrible crime. Um, it's too much to bear. It seems like that that's the way to get away with horrible things. Just the way like religion does. The worse you make it, the more horrific you make it, um, the sooner people will tune out because they can't take it. Because to deal with that is too hard. It's too much to face those things. And if you're a person who's a sociopath and you don't care, you don't empathize, and you don't have any feelings for that, then it's fine. You can just keep pushing and keep bullying and then eventually you get away with it. <clears throat> I shudder to think at what those children are doing and feeling right now. And the parents. Jesus. Fucking terrible, man. I don't know how you could do that. Even kids I look at who are assholes or like, you know, just covered in snot or whatever, I still, even them, they aren't even mine. My son is clean and well-behaved and kind and loving. But even the kids who are kind of jerks and still, how could you ever hurt that or them? <laughs> it fucking baffles me. I don't understand. I don't understand. And I don't understand how it keeps going on. I don't understand why it, it hasn't changed. I don't, I don't get it. I, 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 <sighs> I don't understand. <sighs> There's a lot of things that need to change, and I hope they do. And I do what I can. Um, with what I have, um, you know, I write to my Congress people, I sign petitions, I protest, um, aside from that, I don't really know what else I, I can do. I guess that's a big part of it, right? That's the feeling that any government who, who is corrupt wants their people to have, so <laughs> they can't do anything. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's a lot to deal with. It's a lot to deal with. And if if you know someone or are one of those people in that situation, I feel for you and I'm so <clears throat> sorry that more can't be done right now, like immediately. Um, these empty promises from the people we put in charge, I, fuck. I, 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 there's no excuse. There's no reason. There's nothing. It's just complete... Um, <clears throat> empathy and, and, and apologies. I, I, and that's true. Um, for gay rights, for black rights. I mean, everybody, <laughs> if you're a minority in this country, if you're not a rich white man, <laughs> fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm definitely not rich. I mean, I've had significant uh, income at certain points in my life, but right now is not one of them. <clears throat> and I can say that, um, I still didn't feel like any different. I had struggles, but I definitely still benefit from, uh, being a man, a white man in this country. There's struggles I, I will never have. Um, I read something really great that was, uh, 
white privilege doesn't mean that your life isn't hard. It means that your skin color hasn't been one of the things to make it hard. Uh, which is so spot on. Um, I think people hear that term like white privilege and they immediately clam or or tighten up because they become defensive because in their head somebody is saying like they've had it easier, things have been given to them, which in some cases is of course true, but that's true for anybody. They're a rich, insert the race or ethnicity. I don't say race, that's absurd. Insert the ethnicity. There are people who have had things handed to them, but um, you know, (coughs) in this country, if you are a wealthy white person, um, you're at the top of privilege and then, you know, a wealthy white man, you're at the top and then like a wealthy white woman and then a white man and then a white woman. And then it just, everything is horribly unequal after that. So there are certainly things that I've benefited from, uh, even without my knowledge. I'm a part of that. We're all a part of that system. Um, yeah, so it's fucking horrible the way people are treated. Um, and I wish it would just change. I it's weird that it, it's weird that it needs to take time to change, right? But I guess you're dealing with hundreds of years, thousands of years of protocol and regime and and conditioning, and and of course that just it takes time to change. I feel that it is. I feel that it is. People are changing. Um, not bringing in like the outrage culture and social justice warriors and all that stuff, which is not good either. But in the midst of this horrible, oppressive and uh, prejudiced behavior, and then this ridiculous outrage, overly sensitive culture, I believe there will be something that rises up of loving, logical, passionate people who will be able to bring the two sides close enough together where it doesn't feel like the whole thing's going to bust at its seams. I don't know where I'm going with this, guys. Sorry. Things need to be better. I hope things get better. I do what I can. I hope everybody does what they can. Um, That's all different. There's no judgment one way or the other. As long as you're doing something, even if that, even if that something, <coughs> pardon me, is, even if that something is being kind and loving and accepting of the people around you, that's something. You don't have to be able to tell me how a bill becomes a law, but just don't make your world, your little sphere worse. Try to make it better by being accepting and loving and patient and kind. That is enough. That is doing something. You don't. I know you don't. We don't feel like it's doing something, um, but that certainly is. That is kind of everything. If everybody was doing that, there would be a lot less of what we have now. Um, and it's hard to do that. I get it. I'm a self-employed single father. I fucking get it. <laughs> Stress, time, money. I, I get it. Um, but none of that ever stops me from being good to my son from teaching him right and being good to other people too. Uh, And it shouldn't stop you either. If you're in that rut and you find yourself being a cranky bastard, um, take a moment and assess what's important to you. Realize that uh, we're not here very long. One day you're going to die. 
That's true for all of us. And it's not like, what legacy are you leaving behind? Who gives a shit about that? One day that'll be gone too. But just while we're here, what kind of positivity are you passing to anybody, even to yourself? If we don't know why we're here or where we're going, and if you believe or not, if you follow a religion and you think you know where you're going, um, it would still behoove you to be pleasant and kind and understanding to people. I mean, regardless whether or not you think that you're coming back or you're going somewhere, um, it costs you nothing to be decent and kind and loving and to do a little bit of extra work on yourself so you can deal with your shit so you don't inflict the negative parts of who you are onto someone else because you are too entrenched to deal with it yourself. So take some time and do it. Do a little bit of work. Read read some things about psychology. Find a great therapist or a support group um, or an outlet. Box, kickbox, do Muay Thai, do jiu-jitsu, fucking finger paint, underwater basket weaving, uh, darts, whatever. Something to, to remind yourself that, you know, it's all temporary and you got to have something worthwhile to contribute while you're here. Sorry, I mean, I'll preach. I don't mean it in that way, but it is something I'm real passionate about that people take care of themselves and then show others not only how, but that they can take care of themselves and that they're deserving of it. It's a big thing as people, including myself, never feel deserving of love or um, working through their shit. Um, and you should. You should work through your shit. It sucks and it's painful and it's messy, but it's it's good. And if you have kids, you better be doing it. <coughs> I try not to judge people. It's an active thing where I try not to judge people. Um, but if you have kids, uh, my bar for you is much higher because you are immediately affecting another person. And then you are shaping a person that will be an adult and how you shape them right now is what you're sending into the world. So it's like if this cycle is ever going to break, um, it has to start with parenting. It has to. There's no other way. I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> you guys seen that show? It's fucking great. The first couple episodes, I was like, oh boy, this is so sitcom I don't know if I can get into it. Um, but I just kept with it, and god damn, is it funny. I know they went through that thing where they got canceled, and then all this outrage and petitions and Fox brought them back. Well, I'm so happy. <coughs> I binged the first season this weekend. 20 some odd episodes. Um, I hope I'm in the second season now. In the second season, like there's like not a lot of police stuff. Like they don't go on cases a lot. There's no like action, which I enjoyed in the first season. Uh, them like taking down bad guys and solving cases while being ridiculous and funny. I haven't seen nearly any of it in this second season. So I hope uh, it comes back. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, that was like right in the mic. I promise you can't catch it um, digitally. <coughs> See, this beer helps. Beer helps with uh, debilitating pneumonia, right? I think I read that on WebMD one time. But yeah, 
Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is fantastic. <laughs> so funny. <coughs> Jesus, I might have to cut this short because this can't be fun to listen to. As much as I love to hear my voice, and I, I know for a fact that you guys love it too, even if you don't tell me all the time. I know. I know. <coughs> yeah, <coughs> this is this is no good. I'm going to cut this short, um, and I'll, uh, I should be better next week, so... I'll give you that full hour again. Um, but anyway, I hope you have a great week to recap. My amazing son started preschool and he's the fucking man. Um, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is fantastic. Racism sucks. Your religion is full of shit. Boddington's tastes good. Be well. Do good. Make good choices. Peace.